Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 Is a stupid Rubbish writer. Hello and welcome to the worst writer in the world with myself, Rufus, and himself. How hard. Hamself. Hamself, how hard. <laughs> Howard Long. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to our lovely patrons on Patreon for paying for this show. And thanks to you for listening. To this show, using your time mm, and your ears, your sexy ears, <laughs> Most, mm. mostly your ears. <laughs> yeah. So, Howard, do you remember what has happened in the story of the candle of ever so far? How did it start? It started with a second statue appearing in a space museum, causing a security guard to think he was going to be rich. <laughs> Ted, the rich security guard. Yeah. But actually, what happens when a second statue appears in a museum is you get dead. <laughs> Dead and small, mm. yes. And small. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But fortunately, because you're the type of alien that has a glowing head, mm. now you can be used as a torch. Yeah. So at least you're not pointless. That's right. Anyway, who killed who killed Ted? We think it's a murderer, but Space Dave thinks otherwise, because um, who should happen to turn up and get accidentally accused of murdering Ted but... Doctor Who, Jamie and Zoe. Yeah. The protagonists mm. arrive and immediately get accused of murder. But fortunately, a man called Radar has a device that can test if someone's a yeah. murderer or not. That's right. And it says no. <laughs> and that gave Doctor Who the chance to investigate using his devices. Yeah. And he's got his did the master do this murder device. Yeah. And it says yes. It says yes. They also discover from Dave, mm -hmm. that the master has stolen the candle of ever. <gasps> and you might think, well, that's just a candle. Who cares? Yeah. We could probably live without one candle. But unfortunately, this is the kind of candle that must be kept lit forever, mm. because if it goes out, loads of jelly monsters will escape <laughs> yeah. from jelly dimension and, I don't know, start murdering people or whatever it is that jelly does. <laughs> As a bath in custard, I'm thinking. But, um... <laughs> Ruin custard. Yeah. Ruin perfectly good custard. <laughs> and uh, someone's made it really, really complicated to extinguish the candle, though, fortunately, because the only way to do it is to take it to the third moon of Gallifrey. And no one knows where that is, because <laughs> why would you know where a particular planet's moon was? So they get in the TARDIS and they go after the Master, right? Mm. They go on a bit of a TARDIS chase, spinning around in space, right? But the Master decides to go to Scarrow. Yes. In the hope that if he does that, the Daleks will murder Doctor Who, but not him. Yeah. So they arrive there. Doctor Who and Radar go to investigate the Master's TARDIS yep. using their Tasmada to find him. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lucky they've got that. Mm -hmm. But they leave. They leave Jamie and Zoe in Doctor Who's TARDIS where they'll be safe. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> uh, really unfortunately, a load of Daleks turn up with some <laughs> explosives mm. and attach it all around the outside of the TARDIS. And like, obviously that, that might not be a real problem unless when Jamie and Zoe 
call Doctor Who and say, uh, there's a load of stuff outside the TARDIS. Should we be worried? Mm. Doctor Who says, no, don't worry. It's probably plants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on primitive planets, yeah. when you land there, plants start wrapping themselves <laughs> around you. Yeah. It's That's really normal, okay? So, so just relax, guys. It's probably just some plants putting bombs all over the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Be fine. All right. So shall we get on with the next and final section of the story, Howard? Oh, the final section. Oh, I'm so, so sad, but I'm also so excited to find out how it ends. <laughs> I hope no one drops a corpse on Doctor Who's head. All right, <laughs> let's get started, shall we? Yes, please. So Jamie and Zoe are in the TARDIS, in Doctor Who's TARDIS. Mm -hmm. Doctor Who and Radar have been investigating the Master and his TARDIS, mm -hmm. and they've been talking to each other on CB radio. Wow. So uh, let's see where we are in that little situation, shall we? Yes, please. Uh, right, thanks, Doctor. Bye. Uh, yes, bye, Dork, came a Scottish voice. Bye-bye, Zoe. Bye-bye, <laughs> Jamie. And then the next line is, they all fussed off. <laughs> they all fussed off. <laughs> And after saying bye, they all fuzzed off. Good. Uh, the doctor replaced the receiver in his pocket and walked over to Radar's legs. <laughs> what? <His> legs. <laughs> Radar's legs. Radar's legs. Have you seen the rest of Radar? They, did, no, they, they didn't no, answer no because they couldn't speak. Uh. Okay, um, the doctor replaced the receiver in his pocket and walked over to Radar's legs, which protruded from a cupboard door. Oh, from a cupboard door. <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, that is. All right, that now means his legs another, are actually sticking out of the door. Yeah, another great Doctor Who line. <laughs> Just, you really got the, I think you've really captured the essence of Doctor yeah. Who with the way he speaks. Um, I'm just nipping off. <laughs> To see if Zoe and Jamie are getting on all right. <laughs> you don't mind, do you? <laughs> no, of course not. I'll be fine, came the muffled response. Sorry. No, of course not. I'll be fine, came the muffled response. Right. Goodbye, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just turn this crazy goodbye. You know? A lot of this is not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you guess. <laughs> okay, I'll go over here. Goodbye. See you later. I am just nipping over here to do a thing. Will you be okay here on your own? Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay, goodbye then. Goodbye. That is basically what happens. Good. Right. Goodbye then, Radar. See you in a short while. <laughs> goodbye. The Doctor left the tree-shaped TARDIS oh. and went in search of his own. Yes, now I will say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> goodbye, canine. <laughs> goodbye, Master. Goodbye, Leela. What is this goodbye of which you speak, <laughs> Doctor Who? <laughs> goodbye, Sarah Jane. But, Doctor, how can you say goodbye? <laughs> goodbye, uh... Pardon. Adric. <laughs> 
I'll never know what two plus two equals now, will I, Doctor Who? <laughs> no, Andrew's not allowed any lines, is he? That's, no, as, that's we, as we know that's from so uh, Black Orchid. No, they only figured that out later on when they realised that everyone hated him. <laughs> so just let him stand there in some scenes and say nothing. Not everyone hates him because I told you those two those two idiots that I saw on Facebook saying. Not everyone like, hates Colin Baker. And there's a million of those idiots. <laughs> Doesn't like mean two, he's good. Yeah, two people on Facebook um, who were disagreeing with each other strongly about yeah. Doctor Who, really like having a fight about like one of them thought it should be this way and the other one thought it should be that way. Mm. But the one thing they did agree on yeah. was that they should bring Adric back <laughs> because he's amazing. Yeah. Whatever characteristics Adric had in Doctor Who which weren't many yeah. will not exist anymore now he's an old decrepit man so yeah. yeah bring back that guy that was you know his main defining feature was he was 12 yeah. <laughs> it's like wait a second they wouldn't even recognise him no apart no. from the fact he'd be wearing those, those same pyjamas and well, with, a, with a gold badge on yeah. and he'd be trying to look ad is that why he's called Adric? <laughs> oh God! Is his, I is, fucking hope so. Is his real name Rick? Is <laughs> Richard? Yeah. But like after he got that gold maths badge, yeah. they changed his name to Adric. Yeah, and it's like that was his particular talent. His yeah. brother, his brother Fred was good at dividing. Yeah, divide, divide Fred. Fred. And then like, it was minus Pete. Cool. Long, long division, John. <laughs> All right, so two Red Daleks and a Grey Dalek were patrolling... Patrolling, yes, they were patrolling. Patrick Trouton rolling. <laughs> yeah, uh, section C1. They were rolling Pat around the yeah. room. <laughs> oh, leave, oh, leave me alone, Sorry. he said. Yeah, in his Tom yeah. Baker voice. Um, <laughs> they were just about to head back to base when they stopped abruptly at the sound of rustling. Their eye sticks began to swivel around the surrounding area. A, <laughs> a creature with legs was approaching... <laughs> A biped, by the sound of it, it would be an ogron or a tal, a thal, oh. or right. a thal. The Daleks raised their gun sticks. <laughs> My gun stick is raised. Mine is raised more. <laughs> I win. Uh, they raised their gun sticks. They were now at the ready. Seconds later, the Doctor tramped out from behind a thick clump of trees and bushes. Tramped out. Though he was old, he reacted quickly. Drawing his sonic lance what? from a waistcoat pocket. He's got a sonic lance? Apparently, yeah. Brilliant. The Daleks' guns blazed away. The Doctor mirrored the fire with the sonic lance so that a red Dalek was destroyed. He's got, I, I invented shooting Daleks way before Stephen Moffat did then. Well, it's a sonic lance. He says it's mirrored them, so he's actually like bouncing it off. It's, it, basically, what he's got it's is a, a lightsaber. Yes. Isn't it? A sonic yeah. lance is clearly a lightsaber, which he's like deflecting the, the, yeah. the shots back onto the Daleks. That's it. And this is 1990, <coughs> so this is way before Star Wars uh, <laughs> yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well done. Right. Um, okay, tramped from behind a clump of trees. Years. That's why it's your... <laughs> Yeah, it all makes sense. Mm. The Doctor ran for cover, dodging the hail of laser. <laughs> the weather's, the weather's changed quite, uh, quite dramatically and only just escaping death oh, he's turned up too <laughs> he now knew that Zoe and Jamie were probably in great danger right. somehow yeah he's worked out it's not a plant 
Yeah. Oh no, it is not one of those wrappy round plants. It is a Dalek. Yeah. I should have known that since we came to Skardo. A Dalek has wrapped itself around the TARDIS. <laughs> That's quite normal too. Well, I really have destroyed your Tom Baker impression. That I? is what happens on primitive planets. <laughs> okay. Uh. Um, so, in great danger. Somehow, he had to get to them. Mm -hmm. But first, he would have to deal with the Daleks. He could not use the sonic lance again, what? as he might not be as lucky next time. Yeah, well, yeah. What? <laughs> so basically, he, he believes that if something works once, you should never, <laughs> never use it again, just in case it doesn't work a second time. Yeah. Then he had an idea. Oh, the Daleks were not very advanced. Right, okay. Because <laughs> they, they were, were made, made of wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a darling. <laughs> Just like rolling along, kind of like, like well, I don't know. No, they haven't even got wheels yet. Yeah. They have to stay still. The actual plungers. The Daleks were not very advanced, he knew, because they hadn't got any wheels and therefore had to stay still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so, uh, no, no, the Daleks were not very advanced, he could tell, because they were more easily destroyed than the ones he had met recently. All right. So these were probably the originals. The original Daleks followed orders that were transmitted to them. If they were doing something very important mm. that would save their own life, mm. and they received a message yeah. to go and slaughter a few tar, yeah. and they received a message to go and slaughter <laughs> a few tar. Yeah. I know, I think I'm thinking of Thai, Thailand, and that's that's what I see when I yeah, see it. Yeah, they're not from Thailand, no? If, if, uh, if they were doing... If they were doing something very important that would save their own life, and they received a message to go and slaughter a, through a few Thais... <laughs> Um, a few thals. Yeah, they would stop what they were doing and yeah. follow orders. This, so this the important Dalek, thing that they're doing to save their own yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And so the Dalek would probably die. Right. So if if what they were doing was was not dying, and they got yeah. an order to go and do something else, they'd die. Yeah, basically. basically. Yeah. So this is all quite a complicated thought he's having. Now, if he could tap into the correct wavelength, right? Dot 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 dot. <laughs> yeah. And um, so basically, he's saying, firstly, he's got to get them into a situation where they're doing something. <laughs> Which stops them from dying, and then he's got to distract them from stopping themselves from dying, yeah. so that they die, right? Rather than just kill them, right, which so would be a more direct way. Just shooting them in the Dalek, basically. <laughs> I will shoot them in the Dalek. Uh, but and I will while they are stopping me from shooting them in the, the Dalek, Dalek, I will distract them. So Doctor Who is making his way through the forest back to his own TARDIS to see what's going on with Jamie and Zoe, but he's encountered some Daleks. Oh, no. But it's OK, because he's come up with an amazing plan right, of how to deal with them, which is that if a Dalek is doing something <laughs> that stops it from dying, mm. um, like, I don't know, like holding a rope that suspends an anvil over its own head or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But then you distract it with an order mm -hmm. to go and kill some thals. Yeah. Right? Then it will stop holding the rope and it will drop the anvil on its own head and die. Right. So that's Doctor Who's plan. <laughs> That's going to require finding a load of Daleks with anvils over their heads, though, right? No, I mean he's he's being he's in danger from some very specific Daleks. Right. So, uh, but he has got a time machine. So I suppose what he's got to do is he's mm. he's got later he's got to get in his time machine and go back to just before this moment and yeah. organise that. Yeah, and say, hold this, would you? 
<laughs> of course, <laughs> anything to help you, Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then he'll be okay. Oh, good. <laughs> so that's his plan. Let's see how he gets on with that. Um, okay, so the uh, the Daleks were getting very close to the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your problems, Doctor. I, I like you. <laughs> I like you too, Dalek. Let us hug now. Yes. Uh, no, while I shoot you, would you like to go and kill some fowls? Why don't you take off that armour so I can hug your greenness inside? <laughs> Okay, so the darts were getting very close to the doctor. He started working frantically with his sonic lance. What? Sonic? Yeah, he said that wasn't going to work. work. Fra- no, he's working frantically with his what sonic the fuck lance, is it? sonic screwdriver, oh. radar's radio receiver, and a few other electrical items. A calculator. <laughs> yeah, here is my kettle. Yeah, this is a Breville maker. <laughs> I will confuse them with toasted cheese sandwiches. <laughs> What is this cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have failed self-destruct. Yeah, so that's what it should say. The doctor knew that if, if they the thought do- they had failed at something, they would blow themselves up. So he, <laughs> so he set them a task. Yeah, so he whispered. <laughs> yeah, so he gave them a Rubik's cube. Yeah, and not having hands, <laughs> yeah. they couldn't do it. Yeah, or it, I or, have failed. Or he said to them like, um, "What is five plus five? And without having Adric there to add those two numbers <laughs> together, the doctor just blew up. Okay, so um, working frantically with his sonic lance, sonic screwdriver, radar's radio receiver, and yeah. a few other electrical items. Just lying around in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> the I will use this electric tree and this electric plant <laughs> and this electric bit of ground. And this electric squirrel. And this electric Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are the only electrical items <laughs> hanging around. They are, they? aren't they? Okay. So using, using his sonic... Well, it makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Because he's definitely going to be using the Dalek in this equation because yeah. he's blowing So he's using a sonic lance, sonic screwdriver and a Dalek. Yeah. <laughs> to blow up the Dalek. Yeah. <laughs> the Grey Dalek was now getting very close to the Doctor's hiding place. Yeah. Well, the Doctor whispered to himself, mm-hmm. it's now or never. He pressed a button and... Okay. Nothing. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, dear, dear. It's probably because, like, he neglected to attach that button to all these other <laughs> electrical, electrical items that he was yeah. using. He's yeah. pressing a button on his coat or something. The grey Dalek glided round the tree. <laughs> it's a new ability they've got. They don't sound that primitive. I will use my gl- glided around tree capabilities. <laughs> it's glidding. <laughs> Damn it, that Dalek is glidding. That's the last thing I expected. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Dalek, uh, the Grey Dalek glided around the tree, mm. uh, saw the Doctor, raised the gun stick once again, yeah. and dot 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 fucking hell stopped. What about it? Oh, there's not not the end of the episode. No, no, there's no. It turned and headed off back to base. Oh, he's won. The Red Dalek behind it. Yeah. Phew! Said the Doctor and fainted. What? The Doctor just fainted. At the end of a section, phew, sighed the Doctor and fainted. Right, so Jamie and Zoe are trapped inside the TARDIS because the Daleks put a brick outside. (laughs) And they cannot escape the TARDIS. And Doctor Who has been on his way back to the TARDIS to help. Jamie and Zoe were very glad when ten minutes later the smiling face of the Doctor peered through the scanner at them. He waved and then got down to work. <laughs> yeah. Using... I'm just going to masturbate out here for a while. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me on the <laughs> scanner. scanner. Using his trusty sonic screwdriver. Yeah. 
Fondling his trusty sonic screwdriver, he soon had the doors gliding open. I would glide your doors open with my <laughs> screwdriver. Yeah. He entered, greeted the pair. He had a lo- <laughs> what a lovely pair. <laughs> I am going to greet you. <laughs> hello, and hello to you. And how are you, Jamie, as well? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he greeted the pair. He had a lot to tell them. <laughs> you are lovely. <laughs> You are so beautiful. I like touching you and jiggling you about. And I like you too, Jamie. (laughs) Radar crawled out of a wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) I just like what it says. I just like to say, listen, I'm not skipping anything here. I'm reading exactly what it says. There's a whole sentence. There's no extra. It just says, Radar... It's the beginning of a new section. Okay, so it's a new section. Radar crawled out of a wardrobe. It's not like like Doctor Who said, you've got a lovely pair, and then Radar crawled out of a wardrobe. He's suddenly in the toilet. Sadly, no. He was surprised to see a pair of black boots there to meet him. (laughs) He was even more surprised to find they were connected to legs. (laughs) Well, that's, really? That's, hold on, that's that's, yeah. that's the least surprising bit. <laughs> that's the way you get less. He should say he was less surprised yeah. to find out that there weren't actually boots there to yeah. meet him. It was a person wearing boots, which is quite normal. <laughs> that is so loud, that creak. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So he was surprised to see a pair of black boots there to meet him. Fair enough. Yeah. He was even more surprised to find they were connected to legs. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Which in turn were connected to a body. Okay. Still quite normal. Still Shoulders and a neck. Oh, Christ. On which was propped <laughs> Oh, it's like, I couldn't be more surprised today. <laughs> First of all, I thought it was a fucking a pair of boots. <laughs> no, it was just a pair of legs. I don't had legs thought, in Oh, it. my God. And it's just a pair of legs with a body, but no Legs head. on a body. But then I looked up and there's a head. What a surprise. What a surprise. Actually, when I realised there was a head, that's <laughs> when it stopped being surprising. <laughs> I thought, oh, there's a person, yeah. <laughs> it should, what it should say is Dennis Quaid uh, uh, got out of the cupboard and saw a person and was like, oh, there's a person, and was not surprised. Yeah. Well, he might have been a bit surprised mm. because he wasn't expecting a person, but it didn't yeah. last long. Yeah. And it certainly wasn't a succession well, of increasing surprise. The surprise should have been the idea that, like, you know, there was someone there when he yeah. wasn't expecting one, not Absolutely. the fact that it, it was, not the fact that it was a full, full human yeah. rather than just yeah. a bit of one or, or, in- or something no, they would wear. He's going through increasing surprise as he yeah. moves his eyes up the body yeah. from the boots. He's like, boots, <laughs> Body, yeah. head. Oh, it's a person. Oh, it's all right. Uh, on which was propped a head, <laughs> and propped, th- and, and so it's not even like connected. Yeah. It's just <laughs> there, balanced head. It's going to fall off at any That's moment. That's why it's surprising. Okay, it's yeah. not a person. Yeah. It's a collection of limbs <laughs> balanced on top of each other. Yeah, they're other. probably the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah. Um, on which was propped an upside down head, <laughs> and the master's leering face. The master spat at Radar what? and fired his gun. No. In a few minutes of seemingly endless pain and agony, yeah. Radar was dead. Uh, reduced to no more than a surprised-looking doll. It was a shot Dennis Quaid. Yeah, sorry about that. That's, that was a very ignoble death. He got out of a cupboard. It was, <laughs> he was in a cupboard. <laughs> he was in a cupboard. <laughs> and he got which out is, of Which a, is so kind of... Yeah. Um, which is he was weird. in a cupboard and he got out of the cupboard and, and now he's... And the master shot him and... Yeah. Like, no, sorry. He was in a cupboard. He got out of a cupboard, yeah. was surprised by the various yeah. parts of the master's body being on top of each yeah. other as they normally are. Yeah. And then he got shot to dead. After the doctor had told his tale, the three companions had started... Three companions. Told his tale what? Told his tail to stop following him. Stop. stop following me, tail. Every time I turn around, there you are. Uh, no, the three companions had started thinking about the problem that now faced them. I swear that means not he, the three he's, companions, he's companion. it's the two companions and the doctor, yeah, who are all companions of each other. He's a companion of each other. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. 
A little bit confusing, Did but it's okay. okay. The three Doctor Who and the three companions. <laughs> <laughs> they, started companion. thinking, they started thinking about the problem that now faced them. Somehow they had to get rid of the Dalekanium. Can we not let it explode? Yeah. After all, you said the TARDIS was indestructible. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. What's the Doctor got to say about that? Um, he says, um, well, seeing as it would explode if we tried to remove it, I can't take it into a time loop, and I can't land inside my he-portal watch. What? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> he says, I can't take it into a time loop, and I can't land inside my he-portal watch. <laughs> what it says what it seems you may you be right in a heat portal watch it seems you may be right Jamie but we shall have to stand far away what <laughs> well I don't know see if you understand what that says <laughs> heat portal have to stand far away hey this is my heat portal watch I can't take it into a time loop. And why has it got to take it into a time loop anyway? Why do you have to remove it? Jamie's just said the TARDIS is indestructible. Just let it explode. Um, well. Yeah, that seems to be the end of that conversation, doesn't it? Well, seeing as just it would wait. explode if we tried to remove it. I'm not, I'm not trying to say we remove just it. Just wait it's until just it explodes. Because the TARDIS then, is indestructible. Then it's exploded and then we fly off in the TARDIS. Yeah, but I can't take it into a time loop. And I I'm can't... not suggesting that you do that, Doctor I can't, I can't. And I cannot land inside my he portal watch. <laughs> no one mentioned a he portal watch. I'm Do- sorry. Doctor Who. I'm I sorry, don't even Jamie. know what one is. I thought you said, why don't we go and land? inside a heat portal watch did you not say that <laughs> time loop no I didn't say that yes Doctor I'm pretty who. sure you said let's go through a time loop I never said any such thing Doctor watch. Who Doctor do you think you could just move the TARDIS to the east about half a mile east back on that again good uh, where the sofa is <laughs> yeah asked Zoe yes why do you ask <laughs> well it's just that there is a Dalek army headed from that direction Right. The Dalek army consisted of a lot of Daleks. <laughs> Good, yes. Oh, my God. I think we should pause here because that may be the best line that anyone's ever written ever. Um, you think? The Dalek army consisted of a lot of Daleks. Yeah. I imagine that in any other situation. You'd mm. say, like, like, the German army consisted of a lot of Germans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, there's, there's sense here from the point of view of a 10-year-old child because the thing is, like, a Dalek army doesn't have to have a lot of Daleks because it could be a single Dalek... Oh, it is an army. It is an army in okay. itself, isn't it? But okay. this, on this particular occasion, you know, that's how I'm explaining it. Well, I think, I think a lot well, of the time... mostly because I was an idiot. Yeah, a lot of the time you're explaining things that you, for some reason, don't realise don't need to be explained, mm. like what an army is. Yeah. <laughs> that is why that is there. But yeah. I, can get, I can explain that away as an adult okay. and say, like, that's that good. the reason is because a Dalek army doesn't have to contain yeah. a lot of Daleks. It can, be one it can be Dalek, one Dalek. Yeah. Like in, uh, in Dalek, yeah. in the new Doctor Who, with yeah. Chris Fregleston, yeah. he was pet, like terrified of one Dalek he because he knows and they, that they say something along the lines of like he only needs one Dalek to destroy everywhere but only for this episode as soon as we get back to having lots of Daleks they won't be able to do shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. one Dalek is definitely better than lots of Daleks yeah one definitely. Dalek's definitely always one Dalek was great yeah. and lots of Daleks often quite boring they rub it they can't yeah. do anything they're useless <laughs> but I think what well, the problem is is that they, they because they t- take so long to say a sentence yeah. and they have to talk to each other and they have to say exterminate 12 times before they actually exterminate by the time anyone. they finish whatever it is they're on about they've been, they've <laughs> they're been all defeated dead. they've all died of old age one Dalek no other Daleks to talk to just going around <laughs> shooting everyone <laughs> yeah good point yeah 
doesn't have to explain its plans no. over about four hours mm. to all its friends. Shall Daleks. I go over here? <laughs> yes, go over there. Yeah, one Dalek just goes over yeah, there. Just goes there. Um, all right, so Dalek. Army, so the Dalek yeah. army consists of a, so lot, a lot of Daleks. Daleks yeah. yeah. The, How many? The two Daleks that the Doctor had sabotaged. Two. No, no, this <laughs> That's is not a, a lot. Sorry, this is a different a different idea. The two Daleks that the Doctor had sabotaged right. had given their report, and the Supreme Dalek mm. had ordered an army to kill the enemy which was obviously the Doctor right. in a new form. The Daleks had seen two already. What? <laughs> oh, no, Doctor number two, I think. Uh, it's the tall chap with a mop of thick brown hair and the old, long, white-haired man with the pointed nose. This time, however, the Supreme Dalek was going to make sure that he didn't escape and so had taken no chances. I think the text has caught up with my reading of it. Uh, no, the text uh... knows that it's Doctor Who number four now. Because it's saying they've seen one and two before, <laughs> but they haven't seen number four. That's a bit weird. I'm a bit scared by that, actually. Uh, it's, 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 um, it's because um, the Daleks on Scaro had met William Arnold and then they met Tom Baker, because Tom Baker does Genesis for the Daleks. But, oh, I'd seen um, two before, but not one and yeah, two. Yeah, they haven't met Patrick. It's suggesting that the, the Daleks... Oh, the tall chap with the thick of, mop brown, of brown hair, that's Tom Baker Doctor Who, they not meet Tom, Patrick Trown. They've met Tom Baker Doctor and oh, they've met William Okay. Uh, the leading black Dalek right, yeah. saw the Doctor fiddling with the Dalekanium. Mm. <laughs> the leading black Dalek saw the Doctor fiddling with the Dalekanium, then enter the TARDIS. <laughs> A bit of verb disagreement there. <laughs> Quick, ordered the black Dalek. Set off the explosives now! The Ogron that carried the detonator flicked a switch and a five-second countdown began. You're Why? Building, you're building tension here. <laughs> yeah. did, were you not quick. listening? I said quick. In five seconds. <laughs> Set off the countdown. Do the, <laughs> do the explode now button. In those five seconds, the black Dalek saw three people run from the police box. What? The police box disappear what? and then reappear right in the middle of the army. Then the Dalek and all the others knew no more. I don't understand why why they like you know okay, got out of the toilet. They get out and it's then it goes indestructible. And... Yeah, they should just stay in it. They're like um, do that exactly. Yeah. That's a good plan. Blow up the Daleks because the Dalekanium is outside and it won't hurt the Tardis. But stay yeah. in the Tardis. It's like I've not really understood the concept of indestructible as a child. That I've you like, thought that that means it will kill everyone inside it for no it's reason. Like it's like it's indestructible on the outside, yeah. <laughs> but on the inside, it's like it's it's more deathly on the inside yeah. than it is on the out. Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, Romana. That is <laughs> Sorry, Tegan Jovanka. Yes, if I explode my Dalek... <laughs> not my Dalek. He not... didn't travel around in time. Yes, I am Doctor Who. I travel around in a Dalek. It stands for dime and relative. <laughs> I mentioned in, in case. In case. Um, yeah, I'm obviously thinking that, that if, if you explode the TARDIS, you... you Kill the people inside, even well though the TARDIS survives. The, 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 the TARDIS will remain, it will blow everything up, but the TARDIS yeah. will be fine. But anyone inside, anyone outside, it yeah, will explode. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, it's a stupid plan otherwise, isn't it? Because mm. they're basically, now they haven't got a TARDIS yeah. to protect them. They're just standing in a forest. They think that the TARDIS explodiates stuff yeah. that isn't the TARDIS. So they're not part of the TARDIS, so they'll die. So. But and everything, all the, all the stuff in it, like the plants and the clothes, and, and um, whoever's in the cupboards yeah. will be fine. <laughs> and apparently there's a lot of people in the, yeah. the cupboards. Yeah. After the smoke had cleared, right. Dalek bases, slime and an intact TARDIS stood in the 
patch of open ground. Okay, Dalek bases, I thought that meant like there where they lived. But it means like the bottom of a Dalek, doesn't it? It does. Okay, so Dalek bottoms. The wheels of the Daleks. Slime and an intact TARDIS. What does that mean though? Slime? That's the the Daleks themselves, isn't it? The slime that's inside a Dalek. Mm. Uh, Sometime later, the Doctor, Zoe and Jamie arrive to view the scene. Suddenly, evil and manic laughter filled the air. (laughs) Evil filled the air as well as manic laughter. Yeah. Um, and a small bundle dropped from the skies. Small bungle? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Geoffrey! <laughs> next section. Why in, am I so small, Geoffrey? Next section. In the TARDIS, a few hours later, yeah. the three companions were still mourning over the loss of their friend. Oh, uh, the small... Oh, Dave, no. The small bundle must be radar. A radar, Basically, yeah, like, Dave, radar. Yeah. The master's hovered around in his tree in the middle of the sky... Oh, dropped, okay. dropped the corpse of radar. Okay. I got it's it's wrong that I should understand what's going on here, but I don't know. That it's right. You wrote it. If yeah. anyone understands, I wrote it, be... it when I was ten, and I haven't. I haven't All right, not you read wrote it, it since... forty-seven years ago. I've not read it. Yet. <laughs> well, I haven't read it. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is something we should point out, perhaps that um, neither of us read this before we started recording. I've never read it before, mm. and Howard uh, presumably read it once. No, just after writing it. You, no. you've, got, you've, got, you've got high okay. expectations of me as a writer, really, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. No, I just write stuff. Okay, fair and that's enough. it. Full so stop. neither of us have ever read this. In fact, we're the f- first people to ever ever hear it, apart from Mister Cotton, I suppose. Yeah. Poor guy. Okay, so in the times, a few hours later, the three companions were still mourning over the loss of their friend. Uh, all that remained of him was his squat, disfigured body, his radio equipment, tracking system, and a battery-powered element for making tea. That's the kettle. <laughs> it was a kettle, then. Yeah, uh, that joke I was making earlier yeah. about a uh, d- water heating yeah. pod, that is what you've just said, a battery-powered should, element. What, it, what it should say is like they were still mourning over the death of their good friend. All that remained was, was his skull. Um, a master killing device <laughs> and uh, transport you to where exactly where the master is machine <laughs> yeah they use uh, these uh, and hmm. kill the master at yeah, the end yeah. well we are almost there we're almost there we're on the last page um, okay so here we go so making tea um, doctor how can water stay on the surface of a planet that has no gravity inquired Zoe more to the point how is it possible to have a planet with no gravity <laughs> because I mean planets are what create gravity well it's, it's a moon she just doesn't know what uh, the difference between a moon and a planet is. Cause no, she's I mean, even a moon has gravity. Even a, I mean, everything, everything has gravity. Well, it does if you've got a tea-making device. <laughs> that's what that's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Should we have some gravity or would you like some chamomile tea? <laughs> yeah. regular, I will have gravity, please. I would like regular tea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my tea going floating off out of my fucking mug. Gravity. <laughs> tea in mug. Doctor Who likes tea and mug. Gravity. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so that's what she inquired. Um, well, Gallifrey's moons are all very strange. There are four altogether. One supports just fire. Another supports air. So you can breathe normally on that one. <laughs> Another can support just earth. So you can dig on that one and plant stuff. The other ones, I mean, it's a moon. It's got to be made of something. No, this one is made of air. So, 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 so Doctor, it's just a, basically it's a ball of air. Yes. In space. So yes. You, can, you can breathe in that ball of you air. You can breathe in space as long as you are in the ball. Okay, so um, another one supports 
yeah, supports air, so you can breathe normally. Another yeah. one supports just earth. Yeah. And ours supports water. Right. Supports. Oh, yeah. What do you mean by supports here? It's like, it's like, has you know, it. It's its team. You know? it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I like water. Go, water. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you tried digging a hole on your moon, Zoe, the earth would float <laughs> away. Sounds so much like Darth Vader, it's amazing. If you tried digging a hole on your moon, Zoe, Zoe. the earth would float away, but on our moon, it would fall to the ground. What? If you tried digging a hole oh, on your moon, Zoe, the earth would float away. Right. But would on it? our moon, it would fall to the ground. <laughs> Wait a second, hold on, what? No, if you tried... No, no idea. If you tried digging... I am lost. That, that is... I mean, a lot of this has been confusing, but that sentence has gone beyond yeah. me. Well, that's because I've got into actual facts now. No, you haven't. And I don't understand You've them. facts behind. No, but I'm trying to explain how the moon works at this yeah. point. But, you know... Well, it's a big rock, isn't it? But there's, like, dust and stuff. The dust doesn't float away. Why doesn't it, then? Well, because of gravity keeping it... And nothing so it has gravity it. on the moon, But then. if... Yeah, well, everything has. Everything that... You have gravity. Everything that no, has I physical, any gravity. you do. Everything has gravity. Everything that exists, including us, it's just that we have so little gravity that things don't get attracted to us. Yeah, okay. But we do have a little bit because yeah, we the moon's exist. got some, but it's not got as much as we have here. It, it? It's not as got so. So when we go there, we have a different um, weight because there's not as much gravity holding us on, so yeah. we can like jump more. But we don't float away from space. <laughs> jump more. Yeah. I'm going, oh, let's go there. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah totally. Because um, you know that's that's what I want out of life: more jumping. More jumping. <laughs> Absolutely. But what Doctor Who seems to be saying yeah. is that some moons have gravity yeah. and others don't, irrespective of size. So if you dig a hole on a gravity with no moon... On a moon with no gravity? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, if you dig a hole on a gravity with no moon, then that's just weird. So what you're doing... <laughs> if you dig a hole on a, on a moon with no gravity, then, then the bit of the moon that you just dug just goes away. Well, you know, space. obviously, like, Zoe comes from a different planet that isn't Earth, even though she definitely comes from Earth. Um, and and yeah. her moon has no gravity, and therefore it yeah. stays there because it's attached by a string. <laughs> by a glue. And if you, glued if, if you dig an hole in a string, string-controlled planet, then yeah. that bit of Earth floats off. Yeah, if you cut the string, yeah, the whole yeah. thing goes. Yeah, fair enough. But it's on his planet... Very small planet. But on his moon, the, specifically the water moon, if you dig a hole, then it just drops back down yeah, again. No, but apparently on the water moon, if you dig a hole in the Earth, yeah. then the Earth floats away. Yeah. I don't know what happens to the water. He hasn't mentioned it. Yes. Um, anyway, yeah. they've, no. got, they've got four different moons. They've got Earth, Air, yeah, Wind yeah, and that's Thing. I'm, that's what I'm wondering about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wind and Thing. Yeah. They've got Earth, Air, Wind and Thing. Earth, Wind and Thing, yeah. Let's go to the Air planet. <laughs> when it comes to our moon, it's got if it's got like you know dust or light rocks on it, yeah. they would only float away if something caused them to. So a person like picking them up. Yeah, and throwing, Doctor throwing them picking in. them up and throwing them off. That's then what they it means, then. That's what it means, yeah. On your planet, on your moon, Zoe, when you dig out rocks, I throw, throw them. them. <laughs> I throw them into the sky, and then do I come back? But when I dig a rock on my moon, I don't, throw I don't do that because uh, I'm like, why would I do that? I'm Doctor Who. I've got better things to be doing than than throwing rocks into space. Right, so Jamie and Zoe and Doctor Who are in the TARDIS, chasing the Master. Mm -hmm. The Master has the candle of ever, and he's going somewhere special to put it out. Ooh. And Doctor Who just explained gravity to Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was thinking about this, OK. <laughs> I think the reason this is there is because young Howard 
thought there was no gravity on the moon, right? Like, just no, zero gravity. Yeah. And so he had, when he was writing this, he was like, oh, no, hang on, that's going to cause a plot problem because I've created a moon that you have to go to where there's the only water that can put out the candle of ever. Yeah. But if there's no gravity on a moon, the water will float away. Yes. <laughs> right? That's so true. young Howard had to come up with a, a an, an in-story, a bit of in-story <laughs> science to stop that water floating away. And so young Howard invented gravity. <laughs> right? Hmm. <laughs> but with a twist. He invented very specific gravity that only holds one thing on a planet, and uh, and those things are water, fire, air, <laughs> <laughs> and and ground. Yeah, ground. <laughs> right. So, and if if only young Howard had known that moons do have gravity, or actually, I mean, that would have been a tragedy because then we never would have got this wonderful explanation where young Howard invented gravity. <laughs> if moons had gravity, then they, Neil Armstrong wouldn't have to wear those big heavy boots, would he? They wear the big boots with lead lead soles so they don't float away <laughs> because when they push off they float but then like a bit the gravi- but then the gravity they come back down again of the shoe gravity brings them back down again <laughs> and as we've all seen here today old howard <laughs> <laughs> hasn't really progressed in his understanding of gravity yeah. from young howard <laughs> but let's all celebrate the wonderful section where doctor who explained gravity mm. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unnecessarily and also got it wrong. All right, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's return to the story and see what's happening with this exciting chase. Suddenly, once again, the TARDIS landed. Okay. Where are we now? Um, <laughs> Don't listen to this man about anything anymore. Yeah. He's shown a complete <laughs> lack of knowledge he's about gonna, anything. He's going to get better now because he, he says, that's... Where are we now? Mm. Um, we're here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is Gallifrey's third move. It's like, no one, she's like, she never kind of like pulled him up on anything. She goes yeah. like, oh, how is that possible, Doctor Who? And he's like, oh, well, you know, uh, because... Um, when you glue this thing to this other thing, uh, glue occurs. Space happens. Like, Hold on a second. I'm, I'm pretty sure when I was at school, those were just words. They no, didn't mean no, anything. no, no. Your school is wrong. School on Gallifrey yeah. knows better. I am Doctor Who. Yes. I know better. All right. So back to the story. Yeah. We are here. This is Gallifrey's third moon. Remarked the Doctor excitedly. Okay. Quickly now. Let's moving. <laughs> Quickly now, let's moving. Let's moonving. A few minutes later, the trio emerged from the TARDIS <laughs> in their spacesuits. That's that trio again. Yeah, they're back. In the distance, they could see the master searching for the pool. They immediately started looking for it as well. Oh. It was the doctor who first came across the silvery water. He knelt down to examine it. Good day, doctor, said a voice from behind him. Fancy seeing you here. Oh, good. The doctor glared at the master, who stood arms crossed, with an air of superiority about him. Mm. The short, comic tramp looked very helpless next to the master, with his face looking be- with it <laughs> Sorry, with his face looking beat and his hands behind his back. What? Yeah, it says with his face looking beat. His face looking beat. And his hands behind his back. The, ma- the master liked this. He liked the thought that this incarnation of the Doctor was beaten okay. and but knew it. I think the Doctor, I think Doctor Who's got his hands behind his back because he's maybe like scooped up some silvery water or something. He's yeah, yeah. Or he's it. got his sonic lance and yeah, he's, he's going to have a like, lightsaber yeah. fight. And he's going to do master. whatever it is a sonic lance does <laughs> when he needs it to. Lightsaber fight, definitely. To be fair, my sonic lance um, <laughs> is like the sonic screwdriver, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, nowadays, like, yeah. yeah. So, well, it just whatever, whatever, whatever it you want it to yeah. do. 
Kills people, deflects things, yeah. yeah it's de- deflecting Dalek. Sets to deflect Dalek setting. <laughs> the Daleks were deflected yeah. by the sonic lines. We have been deflected. <laughs> Self-destruct. <laughs> they flew off into space because yeah. there was no gravity. <laughs> so uh, the Master liked this and he liked the thought that this incarnation of the Doctor was beaten and knew it. Did he like it in a Facebook sentence? Did he press a thumb? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's liked it. And the Doctor who gets a message saying, ah, the Master someone, likes this. Someone has liked my post, <laughs> said the Doctor. Stand aside, ordered the Master. Why? asked the Doctor innocently. Because it is my command. We don't all have to do what you tell us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do, or you will die. Oh. I thought I was going to die anyway. This is another great conversation. <laughs> yeah. Picking up the idiot master on yeah. the fact that he's a twat because <laughs> I wrote him. Yeah, you seem like you were written by My a rubbish idiots. rubbish writer. <laughs> I was. It was you. <laughs> yes, that's why yes. I'm crap as well. <laughs> Let me tell you about moon gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am an expert. We have four moons. One of them has water gravity. One of them has fire gravity. If you dig fire on that moon, it, it will float, float away. away. All right. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. We're so, so near the end. Let's, let's yeah, not we're interrupt very that. close. Um, I thought I was going to die anyway. Yes, probably. The master raised his gun. I hear it is very nice in Alpha Centauri this time of year. What? <laughs> What? Asked the master. Okay, fair enough. As he reholstered his gun. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, he really is an idiot. It's like the master loves nothing more than talking about the weather. Yeah. And Alpha Centauri is like, hold on a second, I'll put my gun away now. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going okay, okay. Hold on a second, I will put my gun away. While we to, talk about the weather in other, other planets. Yes. yes. What? Asked the master as he reholstered his gun. gun. And Beetlejuice's five pink suns are really roaring. <laughs> but? But what? Beetlejuice doesn't have five sons. It has seven, and they're not pink. Then the master realised something. The doctor was playing for time. Oh. Well done, master. You really, you really <laughs> thought that one out, didn't you? He's a fucking genius. Yes, that's right. I used the name of two planets I heard from Hitchhiker's yes. Guide to Galaxy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Only planets I heard of, apart yes. from Gallifrey. And, <laughs> and word moons. And can say it, if you dig it, it flies off. <laughs> Because of... <laughs> if, you, if you dig it, it, it will fly, fly off. <laughs> so the master's finally worked out that the, the, the doctor, when he's about to shoot the doctor, and the doctor suddenly starts talking about weather, yeah. that he might be playing for time. Right. But why? He looked around. But why? You had to kill him. <laughs> oh, what? But why would he possibly want to stop you from killing him? <laughs> it's, a, it's a mystery. I have no idea why the doctor wants to stop me from shooting him in the face. Perhaps he wants to be... Alive. <laughs> no, that can't be it. He looked around. Those two meddling companions were nowhere in sight. Oh. They would be no problem. Then he saw it. What? Steam was rising from the doctor's head. <laughs> I think Good. I don't know if I I think maybe I have started making it up and I don't even realise. Like maybe I'm just imagining these words because I don't think that can possibly be what happens next in this story. Well, no, I mean, it's been foreshadowed, I feel, because there was the glowing heads in the earliest yeah. chapters. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense that the Doctor is like... Steamy head. ...caught whatever disease they had on that I mean, planet, it's which made your head glow. Next. OK. Quickly, he shoved the Doctor out of the way and looked down. Right. The last drops of the pool of Rassilon had what? just turned to steam, the pool and of all that was left was an element. 
An element? I think he's used his kettle. He's to... used Dennis Quaid's kettle to um, to defeat the master. Yeah. Oh, he brilliant. Has, he's, he's won with a kettle. Yeah. That is that is pretty good, actually. I think that, that's pretty good Doctor Who. He's, like, he's thought of something really clever, but really simple. Mm. Rather than using big guns or anything, or shouting like Matt Smith does, yeah. he's used something clever mm. in, in his good old Tom Baker Doctor yeah. Who way. If it had been explained better that, that there's one bit of water and that's the only bit of water... That yeah, it could have done with more setup. Out, yeah, that there and was... then he goes there and he boils it and it's yeah. not there anymore. But then the master's going to be like, I will just wait till it rains yeah. and then I will put this candle out. Or I will get my bottle of water out. But Doctor yeah. Who's going to be like, ah, oh, but it will never rain because there's no gravity here because I just <laughs> dug ra- this water. Yes, it rains up. Right, so we're on the one of the moons of Gallifrey, the mm. water moon. Brilliant. Okay. And Doctor Who has defeated the master oh. by evaporating a whole lake with a kettle element. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so that was an impressive move. <laughs> yeah, but it's a super special kettle element made by yeah, radar. A, a, lake, a lake evaporating mm. <laughs> kettle element. And the master is all like, oh, Doctor Who... <laughs> <laughs> you evaporated my lake. I'll mm. get you next time, Penelope Pitstop, or whatever. Right? Yeah. So let's uh, let's get back and see what's going on with them. Damn, damn you, Doctor! You interfering old fool, as old as you. Oh. Damn! The master threw the candle away, and it drifted off into the starry sky. Oh yeah, because there's no there's no gravity <laughs> to hold candles down. Although they are okay, because they have some kind of magnetic boots or something yeah, on this were... metal moon. Yeah, they're wearing moon boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. Mm. The master then drew his gun again. He Swiftly, drew... the doctor kicked it from his hand, oh. and it too floated away. Guns oh, don't yeah. stick either. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, the master ran. The doctor followed and was nearly on him. <laughs> I'm going to do you, Master. <laughs> uh, no, he was nearly on him when the evil Master jumped into a crater. <laughs> I shall use my jumping powers, yes. Doctor Who. Seconds later, the crater had gone. What? Oh, it's his TARDIS. It's a TARDIS. Isn't it? He's disguised his TARDIS as a, as as a, a crater. crater. Well, he didn't. It's, it's the TARDIS does it yeah. itself, doesn't it? Because there's nothing else on the moon apart from craters. Yeah, makes sense. Water and, uh, you know. Yeah, just that. And Doctor Who. And Doctor, yeah. He jumped into Doctor Who. Doctor, it would have been weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> Suddenly the master jumped into Doctor well, Who. The thing is, I mean, how clever are these chameleon circuits? Because if the tar- if the Doctor's TARDIS is there, yeah. and the master's TARDIS turns up mm-hmm. and like looks around for things that that like characterise this planet, yeah. finds that there's nothing there except a pool and, and a, a big blue a box. Big TARDIS. Does yeah. it go? Okay, I'll turn to a big blue box. Yeah. And then the ma- the Doctor's like, oh, there's there are two TARDISes here. Mm. I think that, like, if it only saw one TARDIS, it wouldn't think that it was uh, as a regular thing. It would go, that's unique, therefore it's odd, so I'm going to pick something that's more prevalent. But what if there was, what if it was, there was nothing except one TARDIS and one pool? How would it choose? Yeah, well, like it's done, it would pick ground. <laughs> or, like, it would be another massive moon next to it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that makes sense. The whole thing. Yeah. And it wouldn't be bigger on the inside anymore. Yeah, it'd be smaller it'd be like on the inside. Considerably smaller. <laughs> it's massive on the outside. <laughs> Okay, so we're one paragraph away from the end. Wow. I can tie it all up in one paragraph. I'm a brilliant writer. It's just going to end. The Master had been defeated for now. He'd be back. But the Candle of Ever was no longer a threat to the universe. When was it ever? What is the Candle of Ever? So I think that like Dave said in like chapter two or something that like if you extinguish it by going to some special place, i.e. the third moon of Gallifrey, that it would unleash... Chaos. 
But it, it described a particular form of chaos, like there were some kind of like jelly monsters that are going to like come around and like get you. <laughs> but that doesn't. That's not what it is. Well, that's what well, happens if you put it out. I know. Well, what is the candle of ever? Well, it's and a candle. Wh- who made something that if you put? Who made that's something irrelevant. so delicate as a candle that if you put it out, chaos and jelly monsters? I escape. don't know. What I'm bad. I mean, it's bad. But I mean, the, the, but I think the main point here actually is that like the it's the the idea that it's not a threat anymore is wrong because. It just floated off, <laughs> right into space where into there's space. no oxygen to keep it al- alight, and, and also wherever that water went <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. he like made turn into vapor, the evaporated water. It, yeah, the no. candle is floating around at the same place where the where the water vapor is. There's no oxygen yeah. to keep it alight, yeah. and there's water. So to yeah, put it out. yeah, basically okay. those jelly those jelly monsters are coming, <laughs> coming, they come yeah. pretty soon. Okay, that's the sequel though, isn't it? <laughs> Doctor so, and yeah. the jelly monsters. The vicar finished the prayer. What? <laughs> Fuck off! What? That's the next line. That's not the next line. That's right, a different gonna, world. This is what? the final, the final paragraph, which is also the final section. The master had been defeated for now. Yeah. He'd be back, but the candle of ever was no longer a threat to the universe. Apart from it was, yeah. The vicar finished the prayer. Yeah, okay. Cool and the did. gathered group raised their heads. Radar had been a good man. Okay. Do you think, when, do you think the one they raised? But do you think when they raise their heads, it's what I'm thinking is that they can pick them off of their necks and just kind of like lift them well, in the air. That bloke early was carrying his mm. head around, wasn't he? So it's probably a race of people who can carry to their, get their heads, heads off, yeah, and like hold them as high as they can. And the person who can get their head the highest wins. <laughs> yeah, wins an extra head. Yeah. All right. So Radar had been a good man. The Doctor would not have won without his help in that cupboard. His, his element from his kettle, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's true, actually, isn't Although, it? you know, he didn't invent kettles. I mean, no. in, in there, you know. But he did maybe... invent carrying them around with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in case you need it. And so a special memorial stone stood in remembrance. <laughs> that would do, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unusually for Damn memorial, those memorial stones. <laughs> uh, the Doctor and the other people who had come to pay their respects walked slowly away. No one would forget Radar, especially the Doctor. Hmm. The end. Oh, that's nice. And you remembered Radar. Yeah. He would do, though, because, like, you know, didn't somebody, like, drop his corpse on him? What <laughs> 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 the story? Like, fucking hell. <laughs> Tiny corpse. Shitting hell. Is that the corpse of Radar? Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. You! <laughs> oh, you're just going to yell you? Yeah. Is that yeah, all like, you've got? Well, I'd like to point out to them specifically that we were talking to them, and it wasn't just to everyone. In case you're listening in your headphones and thinking we might be talking to the person next to you. I'm just trying to personalise. No, personalising the experience for them. That's not how you personalise things, by yelling you. Okay, let me try again. That's, that's not what that is. Thanks for listening to the... What's it called? The worst... Thanks for listening to the worst, worst writer, writer in, the in the world podcast, Steve. I hope you enjoyed it, Steve. <laughs> knew you were and say Steve, Steve, if, you, if you'd, you'd like... Steve. <laughs> if you'd like some more, Steve... <laughs> then give us your money... And and only, Steve. This is an offer not open to anyone else except Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll do one for every name in the alphabet, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So, all right, so let's start with A, yeah. Alan. Alan. Right. Uh, B, Balan. <laughs> B, Balan. All right, C, I Salon. just don't think... Um, D, I Dallin. just don't think we've got that many listeners called... <laughs> Ballon, Salon, or, or Dallin, and then we're wasting well, we're wasting some serious well, advertising right now, time on them. Right now, Ballon is crying. <laughs> right. Ballon is at home crying while you go. Oh, I don't think we've got a listener called Ballon. Even if we do, I don't care about him. Fuck, fuck Ballon. Quite frankly, fuck Ballon and Dallin and Fallon. Yeah. Fuck them all. Mm. But I mean, that's that's three that's three secret gang members that you just lost for us. Mm. And Ballon was going to be a great one. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck him. I don't care. I don't care. Fuck Ballon. You're right. Another thing you can do when you sign up to Patreon, you can put any name in you want. So if we don't get a, a, a subscriber called Ballon this week, yeah, then we I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Go and have a look at all the stuff you could get your ears on just by signing up to our secret gang on patreon.com forward slash manbycow for as little as $2 a month with no commitment. So if you don't like it, you can just stop immediately. Right. And I'm happy to say that because I think if you check it out, you will like it because it's value for money and Brillo, right? Oh, it is more than Brillo. It is Dillo. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye, Milk. Goodbye, Milk. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.